ravaged by a killer virus, Europe plunges into anarchy. Once common resources such as fuel become as blood, and the lust for power never dies. In this world of chaos, creating out of control, down the off-ramp, toward Detonation Boulevard. Series written by Dan McCloskey, Danny Atwell, and Miguel Pedroza. and silent like the mind of God or a Nickelback concert Moses and his people crossed it over 40 years Jesus was born preached and died in the shadow of the desert sort of you know so the story goes all the recent wars have been fought amongst the dunes dusty arid few species are suited to life in dry conditions like this the sleek and deadly rattlesnake, the feral coyote, and the unique, tenacious armadillo are a few. That's right, I've read a wildlife book or two. Those that haven't adapted became monsters from old stories and books that have been long buried. Each must know how to navigate the barren, where to find nourishment and shelter in the very very dry environment. Humans, of course, were not so uh, neatly equipped. For them, survival in the desert is often about two things, perseverance and luck. Maybe I've gotten a golden horseshoe up my ass somewhere and Ziggy dislodged it, that prick. But uh, fate smiled on me for once, leading me to where I am now behind the wheel of an old butt running SUV licking my wounds and rolling on toward the new vista. Not two hours ago, I thought I'd be dead. I'm pretty sure I'm dead. But I'm gonna keep going anyways. I'd gotten uh, to my car earlier to find it stripped of almost everything. And I do mean everything, not just the valuables. Fucking figures. I had a feeling that was going to happen though, considering my circumstances. Since nothing was there, I just used the Highlander to supplement my journey instead. Day came, and it was a miracle that I was able to carry on. I decided to just go with it. Even with sunglasses on, I had to sometimes shield my eyes from the sun above, and the even harsher winds that blow across the sand-laden landscape that I was traversing. Trust me, it's not fun. Above me, the sky was turning dark purple, and the horizon still shone white with a heavy tint of yellow just at the edges. The clouds above crackled with blue and purple lightning and thunder that shook the earth. Remarkably, though, I had been driving for two days since my run-in with the three cannibals and the Baroness and Ziggy. I hadn't stopped. I didn't even think I could at this point. The road before me must have been a freeway when the world was still alive. Sand had blown away 
everything in several spots, revealing the pavement and even a little bit of paint now and again. Through the waves of heat that danced up in the dunes, I could see creatures off in the distance. Dark silhouettes that seemed to be twisted physically past anything I'd normally recognize. This wasn't my normal route, of course, and in my experience here, yeah, it definitely showed. Hunger. Man, hunger not in bad. My rations were scarfed away almost immediately when I left the compound, but hey, I was hungry. My water, which was powering both me and cooling the vehicle at the same time, was almost gone. It was laden with grit and a little bit of mud. I wiped my sweat from my forehead. Precious moisture lost. There was no way to tell time, but I knew that the day was waning on. And worse, my fuel gauge was running even drier. I pulled off the road when I saw something that intrigued me. The remnants of what the old world called a gas station. <laughs> Can you believe that shit? They have these things just littered everywhere. Now, if you find one, it's a diamond in the rough. I continued towards it. Saw a large, rusted sign riddled with holes. Target practice. I get it. It was bent in half from the winds. Solid for the most part. But the writing had worn off except for a single spray-painted message. Welcome to hell. We're all gonna burn. <laughs> I had to laugh. <laughs> what else could I do, right? Behind the sign, studied more looming clouds on the horizon. Not sure that would provide any rain. Probably the acid variety. I had to watch out for that. Who knows nowadays. The gas station would provide adequate shelter for the storm in the evening. It seemed that nature chose for me to rest after all. I could almost, almost believe in the god. With a great amount of caution, I approached the sign at the edge of the gas station. Alright, no impulses this time. I thought to myself as I thoroughly checked for booby traps and any kind of pitfalls. After more minutes than were necessary, the search was complete and all was safe. As quietly as possible, I fashioned a bed from all my clothes and a trap as well, just in case. I considered it fire, but then uh, reconsidered when darkness fell. No telling who would be looking for me, and the fire would be a beacon, a dead giveaway, especially for all the things that had begun crawling out from the hidden crevasses and places, safe from the sun, harsh rays. Though night had fallen and the world was near pitch black outside, the lightning that never seemed to stop lit the landscape rather well. Outside I could see the things that crept in the night. Insects close to four feet tall, four legs on the back end, two large legs on the front, carapace as pale as the sand. Each one clicked and brayed as they combed over the soil, their mouths lined with large, white, sharp teeth. I hated them. There were about a dozen, maybe more, littered across the highway, the closest to me less than 30 feet away. I watched closely as they eyeballed the horizon. The good news was that they no longer had any interest in me, and I passed out from exhaustion. 
when I woke up, it was dawn. I heard the sounds of someone or something toying with my car. My knife was nearby, and I grabbed it, pulled it from its sheath, and got ready for whatever may come. What I saw, though, I wasn't prepared for. I saw three beings, who had the appearance of men, but definitely were not. I'm not sure if it was the illusion of the sun, but their skin appeared to be... burning. Ice raced through my veins. My muscles were hard and ready, panic trying to creep into the back of my mind as I walked out of the place. Alright, assholes. Get away from the car. The three beings turned towards me. The first one's voice seared like sizzling flame into my eardrums. This one bears the fires? What the fuck are we? We are more than zoo. It was then I realized exactly what I was dealing with. In my research, uh, they called them Ifrit. Fire elementals. Or beings of smokeless flame. Demons, essentially. I'd never seen one until now. I dared to think they were a myth. Crazy juju cooked up by the snakers down south, or maybe some crazy coked out of their minds cryptozoologists. Maybe the Discovery Channel just ran thin on material that week. Fiery appendages descended from the two of them, thick as whips, lashing, undulating. I put my arms up to brace for the attack, but the whips were hardly effective. Burning agony laced my cheeks and forearms. I wasn't sure if it was because they were trying to scare me, or there was something barring them from fully coming after me. It didn't take long for me to get my answer. The effort screamed and cowered away from me. What? Oh, are the ones who burn? What magic is this? Tell them! Just tell them! Two of them tried to leap at me. They tried. Then all at once they froze in midair, as if they were being held back by Doma glass. A sound came from the medallion around my neck almost like that of a choir, and it caused the rest of them to flee. Uh, make no mistake though, I was grateful, but I was curious as to what the fuck just happened. I went to inspect my vehicle, my heart sank. The gas, or what was left of it, had evaporated. Completely gone. Fuck. I muttered. Never had a chance to see what resources the uh, gas station held, but I was pretty sure they didn't have any solar components for me to use to convert the Highlander. And gas cans? Nah, yeah, right. Not in this economy. I'd been delivered from the wrath of the efforts only to be cast into the fiery oven of the open desert. In order for me to make my destination now, <laughs> I had to walk. Fuck! I didn't know how many hours had passed since I started my journey. 
My legs plunged deeper and deeper into the shifting sand, up one hill, down another, over and fucking over again. At first they ached dully. You know like when you walk too far in a mall, eventually blossoming just into full bore agony. Now they're so numb I can barely tell there's anything below me. A snake, a scorpion, or a very short person could either slither or scuttle along at any minute and it was aiming for my ankle, I'd have never known it was there until I was pushing up cacti. Up, down, up, down. All the way up and down the fucking dunes. My feet sinking deeper into the sand with each step. As if unseen hands were dragging me down. Is hell trying to reclaim me? But... I'm not gonna die that pathetically. The desert... Will not... Have me. Hi. <laughs> I am weak. not that weak. 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 Are you a fucking sissy? Dad? When I look at you, sometimes I want to puke. Thinking I brought someone as fucking weak, weak. weak. as you into the weak. world. Weak. You, you should have died in the womb. Dad. Drunk again. Tequila. <laughs> that was always his fucking vice. The Mexican joy juice, he called it, when he was coherent, of course. You're the reason this family will end, you fucking weakling. I'd kill you myself, but you ain't worth the jail time. I remember laying there, tasting blood, wishing he'd finished me off. Wishing he didn't leave me so weak that I couldn't stand up to help. Come here, you bitch! The first bone he broke was my leg, just below the knee. To make the point that I had early legs. Sit there and cry about it, you little bitch. I swear I'm raising a daughter with the amount that you fucking cry. You fucking cry. You fucking, cry. You fucking I cry. sit. You fucking even back then. Oh, a tough guy, huh? Oh, a tough Walk it guy. off, man. Go Walk it off, man. Don't Go come back until the sun sets. You do I did. I walked myself to the medic down the street and spent the rest of the night in a fever, much like now. The scenery before me warped, changed, colors ran together, but I knew there was still sun in the sky. My skin burned, my eyes strained as it plodded through more sand. I saw and heard the voices of people from my life, people that were dead, people I had killed, people I had fucked, people I had fucked then killed. They still pleaded in the same terrified manner, as if living those last moments of their lives in perpetuity. I saw Rennie, Vance, Kalo. They all looked at me disapprovingly. Several even lunged forward to try and take a shot at me. Weak as I was, I flinched every time. I heard my dad above all, however. And that kept me going, putting one cramped leg in front of the other. <laughs> Motherfucker. 
A voice did break through the swirling colors, the dancing sky, the lost voices it was commanding, but a hallucination nonetheless. The figure of a sly-looking man in a business suit emerged from chaos and stood to the side of my path addressing me. You must be the great Jedhawk I keep hearing about. Unfortunately, right now, yes. I have a proposal for you regarding the Countess. That's nice. Does it include ice, water, and a foot massage? What? No, I want to offer you the way to destroy her for a small price. <sighs> Look, dude, I don't care if you are a hallucination. I don't do ass stuff. Anyway. What the actual fuck? He started walking to keep up with me. His face was shrouded in shadows. His voice felt very real. It didn't reverberate in my head, but rather punched me in my ears. I'm giving you a chance to right all these wrongs and claim the power of the night. Jet, is this not something your heart truly desires? <laughs> Look, for all I know, you're a fucking cactus that has an attitude problem. Right now, for some reason, making a deal with you makes about as much sense as making a deal with a cardboard box in the back of my old car that, uh... I kept all my playboys in. I am real. I am eternal. I am the solution you need right now. I am thirsty, I am tired, and I am running behind my schedule. So unless you have a bottle of water, an energy drink, and a car, Mr. Cactus, you're as useful as a book of the lube in a hurricane. Fools, all of you. He roared at me before he puffed into smoke and disappeared. Fucking cactus with an attitude. That's something you don't see every day. Maybe I'm losing my fucking mind. Yeah, that's probably it. This is what it feels like to go insane from the heat. This is what it feels like to have your brain baking inside your skull. This is what it feels like. What it feels like. What it feels like. This is what it feels like. This is what it feels like. What 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 was at that very moment that the sun broke the horizon and dusk began to pour over the land. A breeze hit me hard, but it was cool. So cool I let my guard down and passed out. I managed one last sentence before the blackness enveloped me. Oh, that, that's nice. Episode 4, Firewalking. In the cast you heard, Miguel Pedroza as Jet Hawk, Chris Hangel as Jet's father, Danny Atwell, Josh Schroyer, and Miguel Pedroza as the Ifrit, and Josh Schroyer as Furfer, Earl of Hell. Sound effects courtesy of Zapsplat.com. Rise by the Cult. Firewalking by Moonspell. Walk by Pantera. Sympathy for the Devil. Written by the Rolling Stones. Performed by Motorhead. Detonation Boulevard is a production of Dark Charm Media. 2023. All rights reserved. Let's go out and have fun.
Frank, what are you do doing? Are you kidding me, Frank? This is illegal. Did you even register this? Uh-uh, you don't sass me. I'll know a scheme when I see one. And can you tell me why I have a $400 charge to my credit card? Huh? Isn't that camera Ricardo's? Did, 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 did he let you b b b borrow that? <laughs> You're a real p piece of shit. <laughs> Media does not condone the buying of any product found off by this factory. In fact, we would like to say not to buy anything online or otherwise from this factory at all. Buy it way. Hey, where the hell's my video camera? Oh, you little badger mother... Tune in to Rod, Frank, Gladys, Ollie, Willie, Billy, Darla, and Vel, as well as the rest of the gang in the second season of Brotherhood of Ridiculous People. Coming soon to Dark Charm Radio Shows. Don't miss it. Frank is watching.